This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's that time every weekday afternoon at this time. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. And our panel has assembled. John Turley, you are risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with loads of experience on Bay and Wall Streets in the house, Johnny. How are you tonight? Fine, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Tabbins is with us, the MPP for Toronto Danforth, the NDP's energy and climate change critic. Good to see you again, Peter. Good to see you, John. And good to see the sun. The sun, yeah, finally. Uh, because it has been a winter of our discontent. And for Justin Trudeau, that continues unabated. Dan Moulton may have more to say about that. Consultative, wow. uh, consultant at Crestview Strategy. Uh, right out of the gates. Did you eat your Wheaties today, John? That is a <laughs> I'm feeling my oats. Now he's just eating red meat. Yeah. <laughs> a former advisor in the McGinnian Wind government. So I take it, uh, died in the wool liberal. So I've got to ask you, Dan, as a first order of business, I mean, with this, what they're calling Tuesday night massacre, uh, do you consider... I don't think anyone's calling it that. Well, I saw that. It was a headline <laughs> in the paper that you used to edit, John. That's right. And uh, so, you know, is it a case of, A, they had to go, uh, but some people are saying, well, they're martyrs for principle and rule of law. They had to go. Well, we understand. They had to go. I think that full stop, they had okay. to go. So I there's mean, no... when you secretly tape conversations with uh-huh. public servants uh-huh. and then leak them to the media mm. at the uh, desire and intent of undermining your leader... You're out of the caucus. I think it's pretty It's pretty straightforward. Okay. Well, I think the prime minister showed a great deal of leniency compared to any of his predecessors <laughs> in allowing them to have remained in the caucus as long as he did. He tried to engage them, tried to make this a different kind of process. Any other prime minister? Are you, are you kidding me? Uh-huh. You think Harper wouldn't have kicked a, a minister out that did well, but even, was that even the, a second was of what that happened the issue, entire- though? Was that the issue? You see, it was a nice positioning statement here that they had to go, but I keep referring to the original sin, which undermines all of this or underscores it rather. Uh, so these two women basically, cause you know, Philpot didn't record anybody. So why did she have to go? Any idea? Well, I think that the caucus made a decision to remove both of them at the same time, but to be clear, both of the, to be in the caucus, to run as a liberal in this coming election, you have to be a team player. That's uh-huh. part of having a caucus. That's the point of a liberal caucus in the government. Well, all right. Is to be a team player. And when you're clearly not a team player, when you're right. clearly going out there, <laughs> deliberately doing interviews to undermine the government, gotcha, undermine gotcha. the prime okay. minister, okay. You're, not, you're out. So you're, under, out. You're, uh, you're basically undermining somebody who's uh, not really walking on firm ground as far as the rule of law and principle and all that. I, I mean, you can spin it however you want, Sean. Let's not spin. Look, I mean, I'm just out. going with They're the gone. facts. Yeah, I get it. They're gone. But, you know, uh, this may not be a good move. I mean, Look, it was inevitable that they were going to be gone, but there's still going to be, I think, collateral damage from this. John, let me get you to weigh in on this one, uh, because these women, some people see them as martyrs for a cause. Well, I mean, they certainly have stood up and said they have no regrets. I think that the uh, liberal position that this is about the recording, uh, you know, is is uh, nothing more than spin. It totally misses a point. The point is about judicial independence, full stop, right? And the question here is not whether she recorded it, it was how she could prove it. And that's what she was doing. And they're trying to, huh. you know, wind this up into a little spin about ethics and lawyers when the real question is, what's the ethics of the prime minister in terms of maintaining judicial independence? Doesn't seem very high, his ethics, does it? And you say what, Peter Tavins? Well, I, I say, strangely enough, that there are some things here that I agree with John about. Uh, that, in fact... <laughs> Why is that they, strange? There's no partisanship. <laughs> well, out. you just never know how these alliances work out. No, Jane Philpott did nothing wrong. She didn't record anything. That can't be put to her doorstep. As far as I can tell, she's a loyal liberal who has a deep disagreement with the prime minister. And frankly, if you're talking about wrongdoing, the prime minister seems to have been interfering with the the rule of justice, interfering on the side of one of his friends in a way that most Canadians would say is totally unacceptable. 
And I, I think it's frankly done himself profound damage because he's changed the way people think of him and look at him. Those two are going to have problems with the caucus, no getting around it. Um, but the bigger sin, frankly, I think, is trying to undermine the application of the law. And for that, I would think that the prime minister would be in deep trouble with his caucus because he's brought all the pillars down on their heads. That's the, the central problem. And yet they gave him a standing O yesterday upon the announcement that he was kicking them out of caucus, showing party solidarity. They must subscribe to the same set of values that you're here denouncing. Well, I'm assuming that's the case. Yeah, but remember, <laughs> remember, John, well, I, John do, you think, do you think I think the liberals are any different? No, but you were just hedging, saying, boy, it was almost uh, painful for you to agree with John. Well, Charlie just York. because it's reaching across a strange universe, right? Let's face facts. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't think badly of me, folks. No. Um, but, <laughs> but the, the reality I, is I think the liberals, if they support this kind of action, they've got profound problems. And I think the provincial liberals went through the same thing. When Kathleen Wynne said she was going to privatize Hydro One, her whole caucus went along with her, and she led them over the cliff. She rewrote people's perceptions of who she was and what that party was. And I think Justin Trudeau may well have done the you same know, in Peter, this case. I agree with you on, on, one, on one matter here, and it's that this issue, this election in, in the fall is going to be about leadership and it's going to be a question on the prime minister's leadership. There's no, there's no doubt about that. From a political strategy point of view, that is the focus going into this election. But it's not but just I would that. Say, I would that. say that there are, as a liberal, there's no better grounds I'd rather fight on with this prime minister when you look at the other two leaders across the aisle that he's standing up against. Well, it's not just that. I, I, I think you're going to have real hold, problems uh, with that. All right. Let's place, let's place the party in jeopardy. Let's think about the cheering that occurred. Uh, when when they were thrown out of caucus. That reminds you of another cheering that occurred when the folks from Grassy Narrows were trying to make a point at the Laurier Club, when they were laughed out and when the Prime Minister scoffed at them. People coming in saying, my children are suffering from mercury poisoning. Oh, nobody knew that's, that's what the they problem. were there about. That's the problem with the Liberal Party. That's how they treat other people. That's a kind of <laughs> arrogance. And you saw that when you have a caucus up and cheering, when two women who are standing up saying they were there to protect the prime minister. When that's two how they individuals respond. that are so clearly in, de- working in their self-interest, so clearly what, recording the what conversation. Self-interest? What self-interest? There's oh, no, there's, there's, there's no self-interest now. Oh, They're gone. A, this was not oh, a well, career advance. Right. Yes. Well, as a matter of fact, sure. Jody Wilson-Raybould also emphatically stated to Wernick in that tape, I'm trying to protect the prime minister and the government further down you know, the road. John, I'm sure a lot of your viewers, uh, some of your viewers will have, uh, listeners I should say, have will have listened to that tape. Some won't have. I mean, you, you listen to that tape, and it's very clear throughout how much of a setup job it is, how deliberate her talking points <laughs> Did are. Did she have how any other she's, alternative? The, the former attorney general it was a last was resort. Be, it was three months into the ordeal oh, after imploring them to back off. What other recourse did she have? But she, she knew she was going out the door. The other shoe was about to drop. She said so. Those were her words. She had to tape. Was that a last resort uh, as you see it, or do you think it was an entrapment? Look, I think, what, no, it wasn't an entrapment. It was basically her having the evidence of what was going down because she knew what was going on. And look, I think you know where the story is going to go from here. What happened after she got appointed to Veterans Affairs? Is it possible that the new attorney general brought forward to cabinet a piece of paper that said, let's do a DPA for SNC? I don't know. Is that possible? Is that what provoked her resignation? I think we're going to find out. And if that is the case, 
this is not going to die, uh, and it's not going to be a leadership of, yeah, yeah, Trudeau's awesome. It's going to be what happened in, in governing the ethics of your party. Well, I'm sure that that's the question you would like to be asked, but I think when Canadians are confronted with the election in the fall and they look at a conservative leader that they couldn't pick up out of a lineup and Jagmeet Singh's failed NDP leadership, I think they're going to they're gonna continue to choose the government that is delivering results. Dan, always a sweetheart. All right. <laughs> always a sweetheart. Well, let's come back because there are some pressing questions that do need answers here, uh, especially the one might uh, be even considered the elephant in the room. I'll ask when we come back with our panel and topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Oakley Show continues at Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.